on the Newman Jets Audio Network. This is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by Ascension Via Christie, Donlinger Construction, Mel Hambledon Ford, Eck Agency, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, Big Corner Creative, Pepsi, and by iCryo Recovery and Wellness. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets, Blake Krebs. Here we are in the JetCast as we start with triathlon here. It's another episode of the show as we go back to triathlon episode 89 here on the show as the Newman Triathlon team is underway in 2023 with some very impressive results last time out at the Winter Winterland Tri. And Coach Jeff Lovegren is here to talk to us about it. Coach, uh, great to be back. I know that you were looking forward to having uh, some 2023 events on the calendar, and I know that you're probably even more excited that you guys were able to run, bike, and swim very well. So uh, congratulations on that. Thank you. Appreciate it. Well, you know, let's talk a little bit about the last meet as you had two ladies in the top ten, including uh, Margaret Koenig and Ashley Salgado, and then Asha Brown ended up getting uh, second for the guys. So uh, a very good event for you guys last time out. Yeah, yeah, no, real good. We're a small team, but we're uh, pretty potent this year. Yeah. We pack it in good quantities. Race before that, we had... uh, um, shoot, we had five in the top five across men's and women's, so we're uh, we're doing pretty good uh, early off here in the winter season. Well, and you, I noticed, you know, and we talked a little bit before, you know, you guys have kind of you've rated the cross country team a little <laughs> bit. You on the both the men's and the women's side with Salgado and Asher Brown, and there's others as well that I'm not mentioning. But um, you know, how much do you feel like that's going to continue, and and what kind of a boost have those athletes provided to your program? Yeah, no, I think it. Uh, I foresee it continuing for years and years to come. Both of our programs just lend so well to each other. Um, I've loaned him athletes in the past. He loans me athletes and. Uh, you know, I think it's kind of one of the benefits since we don't have track here uh, sure. for springtime. We get a lot of runners that want to do cross country and track. Well, since we don't have track, they could come and do triathlon with us and end up loving it. And, you know, it's a nice way to get uh, at least, you know, some cross training in there as well and just not constant impact as that running gets you. you. So how with those athletes that don't get, you know, just cross country or just triathlon how do they split your time and how closely do you work with coach Sheppas to make sure you know because obviously you don't want to overload anybody um and and give them too much because obviously in terms of the physical demands these are probably two of the most physically demanding sports i mean maybe outside of wrestling that that newman offers yeah definitely by duration we are the the most (laughs) physically demanding yes yeah, I had to try to ask uh, anybody, any of the other athletes in here to go full bore. Our shortest event is an hour long at their maximum yeah. effort, right? Uh, and that's not subbing anybody in. That's no. not taking a break. No timeouts. You can't call timeouts right? no. no, okay. doesn't work that way, unfortunately. Um, yeah, well, really how it works, we have uh, – <laughs> we actually kick off um, our uh, fall season with our conference uh, championship. Sure. 
Uh, so we kind of have a deal with uh, the cross-country team. The cross-country athletes will come to that race with us because it's before school starts, sure. before any uh, cross-country meets start. Um, but then they're pretty much cross-country for the fall, and uh, they come and join us usually somewhere around the end of November. Uh, time we're coming back off of our off season trying Which, to ramp back up for the winter season and that's about the time that cross country is ending unless yeah. they're going to national championships but you know about the end of october early november and you say conference no, triathlon is a varsity sport at newman but not an ncaa sport so Correct. when you're talking about conference the conferences we're typically talking about obviously are miaa but we do have a couple of schools that split time between the miaa and the gac and then obviously women's bowling joined the great lakes valley this year so what conference are you guys in for triathlon yeah well uh triathlon they didn't think any of those were good enough so uh they <laughs> we had to make our own conference uh we're in the midwest collegiate club triathlon conference so it's a big mouthful that is a lot of yeah. a lot of letters so the, the basic gist of it is it's kansas and missouri and all the states north okay yes yeah, that's pretty easy to follow there geographically. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in terms of uh, are you and Coach Shepis, uh, you guys finding that you're able to play nice and, and share your athletes? Yeah. No, we haven't had a problem. Uh, gosh, I've been here seven years now, and there I, I can only think of maybe the first year we didn't share an athlete. Sure. Um, uh, that was, that yeah. was mostly a question in jest. So yeah, shout yeah, out yeah. to you, Coach Shepis, if yeah, you're yeah. watching. You've nice. mentioned that you've been trying to, at least the last time we talked, which was first semester, that you felt like you had some work to do to build your roster oh, yeah. for 2023-24. How is that going, and how do you feel like the additions that you've gotten over from cross country are going to help you to, to do that for next year? Well, one, I think it's uh, it's going well. Um, it's tough because, again, just going back to what we talked about the last time I was on, it is a rebuilding year for us. So, again, we don't have a pool of athletes in every high school that do, does triathlon. So it's more about just getting exposure out there, letting them know that this program is available and let them know that this is an option for them to come and do. Um, so it seems like you've got to get out there and get in front of a, a lot of them. And the more I do that, I get those for subsequent years. Sure. Okay. Um, I got a couple that uh, we've been working on, and uh, I think we can uh, pick up for the next fall, which will be great. And having you know just the cross country runners done with cross country now, obviously gives us more on our program, gives us uh, more going on, uh, just honestly gives you more to look at and more excitement. Um, and on top of that, you know, I've been uh, talking to a lot of uh, high school swim coaches around here, uh, local swim coaches. And uh, I think we're going to put on a uh, triathlon uh, over the summer just for high school, college athletes, just as a deal to get more people exposed and more interest into it. And, you know, we thought we'd set it up as a nice short uh, mixed teams kind of deal. So they would do a full triathlon, but it would be super short and it would be in a team format. So it'd be something very exciting and fun. And so those that have, you know, don't swim and just run or those that swim and just don't run can all still find something sure. for themselves, right? Well, and I think one thing that you should make aware, and uh, you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe for these triathlon athletes, there is scholarship opportunities available if That's you come. Yeah. So as yeah. you're trying to sell out, you know, some people probably would be interested to hear that, especially those, you know, we've talked many times, you have to be a little bit wrong upstairs to <laughs> want to bit, do yeah. a triathlon. Yeah, yeah. I, d- I did want to ask, in terms of those triathlon athletes, 
Is that a tough sell when you go in and be like, well, you know, you do this thing. Well, how about we add two more elements to that and mm-hmm. add about, you know, I don't know how long the average cross-country event is. Coach Sheppis, I, mean, I think they run like 10, 15. You know, Coach Sheppis will berate me later if I'm wrong. But um, is that a tough sell? It is initially because uh, I think they look at it as, uh, oh, my, that's what I it's like run in cross-country right now, but now you want me to swim and bike before <laughs> that. and. Um, but, you know, I think once they get in here, they find out that it's actually a lot uh, easier than they originally thought it would be. It's not as overwhelming and daunting now that they've actually done a little bit of it. And I think you'll find, uh, you know, for me, it's all about the experience. Um, obviously, you know, we're super competitive and we like to win. We like to do those kind of things. But initially, that experience for my athletes has to come first. And so once they get in there, they find that this is such an enriching environment for them to grow and thrive in that uh, they love it more than anything else they've ever done. We try to, you try to, you know, put student athletes in a position, obviously, to have, you know, healthy lives. Mm-hmm. You want them to be able yep. to transform society as well here at Newman University. Yep. And one of those athletes, a senior from Bishop Carroll, Samantha Holmes will be joining us next here on episode 89 of the JetCast. We'll also be joined by Amaya Josie in segment three. The Jets women are in action tonight as you watch or listen to this. A big matchup against Missouri Western. If the Jets could steal that one, they would be in great position to make the MIAA tournament on Saturday. Meanwhile, the Griffins are trying to win a share of the conference championship. They need to go 2-0, so it's a major matchup. Only game on the calendar tonight up at the Missouri Western uh, State University Fieldhouse. We'll have that covered for you live on the new Jets Audio Network, newmanjets.com slash listen or watch on the MIAA network as well. Coach, you know, you, you look at these prospective athletes and, and kind of, you know, how you want them to finish out their career. You know, you go into next week, the Try You Ma, what kind of an event is that going to be as you continue to build? Because the end of the season is not that far away. No, it's not. We've got eight weeks until our national it's competition. Kind of, it's a sprint, yeah. isn't it? It is. Um, you know, the, the Try Ma, you, yeah. <laughs> however, however they want to go around. Yeah. Yeah. It, is, it is Minnesota, so it's, it's a little off anyway. Um, but, no, this is a new one on the calendar. We've, uh, they haven't had this one before. Okay. This will be brand new for us. Uh, the format's very similar to what we've done in the past. Um, this one's really nice because it's the shortest distance that we'll do. Um, so it's a 500-yard swim, a six-, eight-mile bike, um, and then it's a two-mile run. So very short but very fast uh, type stuff. Um, as we're uh, eight weeks away from our national event, we've already transitioned over to specifically training for that. Um, this will be just basically a training race. Um, give them ability to, since we've already started building up some of that endurance, to get some of that short, punchier speed into them. Get, that con- you know, get, get those competitive juices flowing Correct. a little bit. And yep. then coming up on March 26th at 7 o'clock, the DTY Try, which is listed as being in Wichita, Kansas, which I can only mm-hmm. assume means the downtown YMCA. And this You'd is something correct. that you have tried to get going uh, in previous years didn't work because of coronavirus that didn't get approved by the corporate office, but you said that they've been great to work with and wanted to try to get this done. And, and, you know, are you going to be able to get teams in here? What kind of an event is this going to be coming up in March for you at the DTY try? Uh, For us, it's going to be an exhibition race. It won't be a conference one. Uh, 
still the, in the plans maybe for the future? Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll keep talking to them about sure. it. You know, the the Y has been great to work with. They uh, obviously we practice down there and they've uh, been really great hosts helping us uh, obviously have a facility because we don't have one to swim in here and then letting us use the rest of it, too. But uh, for us, it's an exhibition race. We since every other race is outside of the city, it's our chance to actually invite family and friends sure. without them having to drive, you know, bare minimum six hours is our closest one. Right. Um, and just kind of see what we do. And then this is another way that we can invite you know potential recruits to come and check it out and see what they uh think about it and maybe get them to join in a little okay. bit on us too now probably recruits if they want to talk to you you'll be there so yeah. ab- after the whole uh, i'm gonna throw my hat in the ring too so going- I'm, I'm gonna go for it well yeah. speaking of that you know mm-hmm. i didn't want to to go without you know mentioning <laughs> here at the last event yeah. Uh, yeah there was a a adult division uh at that last event at the winter wonderland try and uh-huh. one jeff lovegren gets second place yeah. of the men yeah um so you know th- let's break down your performance a little bit how do you think that you did um you know in terms of the the overall um let's see i think you were like third overall in, in terms of the adults there was one professional woman there mm-hmm. and uh, well she the the collegiate guys were able to beat her uh, nobody else was able to beat her so what was it like having a professional with you in the event and then kind of break yourself down is this one that you could have won did you let one get away uh, grade yourself here well um you need a little bit of backstory behind sure. it. sure okay so we sign up for these events and you know things come up in life and we're not able to take all of our athletes and we had an injury and uh can't get it back i was like you know what how about I just go ahead and do it? You know, it's been a while since I've actually done a triathlon sure. myself. I've been focusing mostly on bike racing, but I do suggest that we actually train for it. So it would have been uh, a year was the last time I actually swam and run. Been biking off and on a little bit sure. recently. Um, but no, I mean, I was dead on what I thought I would do. Um, could I done better had I actually prepared? Yes. Sure. But I'm happy with what I did. And, you know, I... I I want to be out there and show them that it's just not my athletes to them, that it's just not them suffering, that I'll get in there and I'll do it myself. And you will suffer I think it was, a, uh, it was a good turn for them. Cause so I ended up actually going last after uh, everybody else had gone. Okay. And I don't know how many times I got things repeated to me that I yell at them all the time. <laughs> so there was a little bit of a t- turnaround there. And I think they enjoyed uh, being able to yell at me for once. Did and, Samantha Holmes yell? Oh, yeah. She's one of the ones that yelled one a lot. One of the yellers? Yeah, oh, yeah. Very yeah, good. So. Well, last- I'm excited. The, for her, she's she's coming along great this year, and you know, you'll get this chance to talk to her. And yeah, I, I hope hear from her next. She's a little bit humble though, so that's okay. But I'll I'll brag for her, and sure. I'm I'm super excited to see what she can do coming up here at nationals, and I think this is going to be her best year yet. Well, I wanted to ask you about that as your last question. The Collegiate Club Triathlon National Championships, April 14th and 15th. Why, by the way, the DTY Tri, if you want to come out to that, March 26th, 7 a.m., and I'm assuming you normally have to get a membership at the Y, but I'm assuming there's going to be, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. Gonna be a, a way for you to go yeah. in and watch without having a membership in, on uh, that day. On the time, we actually should be at 8 a.m. for so moved it back. Okay. the men and uh, 9 a.m. for the women. So probably the Gates open at 7 a.m., but the Correct. events will start at 8 and then 9. Mm-hmm. How does this qualification work for postseason? I know in some sports, you know, it's just kind of an everybody gets in sort of a deal. And, you know, wrestling and some other sports you need to qualify. Mm-hmm. So how does the qualification work for this national championships coming up in April for triathlon? Okay. So national 
event, we have three different events that we uh, work towards. Um, we have kind of like the main event that everybody can qualify for. And how they do that is basically you have to participate in a conference race and you have to finish a conference race. You don't have to place. You don't have to do good. You just have to finish it, okay. right? So it opens it up to be accessible to anybody and everybody that sure. wants to be involved with it. Um, now, from there, we go into on Friday, we will have draft legal racing. So I don't know if I should explain uh, believe, some of that too, I believe right? that uh, we went over this before. This yeah. is when you are able to draft on the bike Correct. portion Correct. of the race. Yep. So that main event is a non-draft legal race. Which means you cannot mm -hmm. draft. Cannot draft. Cannot so draft. Friday is a draft legal race, and they will separate. It'll be men's and women's divisions. And uh, individually, the athletes have to perform in our conference and be top in the conference in order to get a position in there. Okay. Um, we have not gotten our final standings yet, but I do believe Margaret has uh, secured her spot. So okay. we will have that to look forward to. Um, Asher is kind of on the on the cut cusp, line. Yeah, okay. but a little bit. So he might have an opportunity to go in there as well. Um, and then our final event of the weekend is a mixed teams relay, which is the most fun, the most exciting thing. And a short version of that, it's a, a very, very short triathlon that you have two men and two women. And each of them does the swim, bike, run, tags off, swim, bike, run, tags off. And it goes from when the first one starts to the last one crosses the line okay. and we get a time. Um, we were 19th in the nation, by the way, last year. Awesome. So um, looking forward to doing good there. But that one, we, as a team, uh, we have to accumulate so many points through our conference races in order to get into that. But because we were 19th last year, we do secure a spot. So top 25 secure a spot for the awesome. next year. So already a chance to race for a national championship coming up at those national championships in April. Once again, for the Newman Triathlon athletes, they are up next at the Triu Ma. And then the DTY Tri, March 26th, the gates at 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock is when the events start, 8 and 9 for the men and the women. Coach, good luck. You've got Thank a you. busy spring and a busy rush to the finish here for you and the men and women. And one of those ladies will be joining us next, a senior from Bishop Carroll, Samantha Holmes, when we come back on the JetCast. Hi, friends. Phil Nightingale, General Manager of Mel Hamilton Ford. I would like to tell you about our new tool, Virtual Express. Mel Hamilton Ford has added this tool for you, our customers. Virtual Express will allow you to do some or all of your car buying process right from your computer. Do as much or as little as you want. It's all up to you. Do you want to fill out some of your information to save time or do the whole buying process online? You make the choice. You can take delivery of your new or pre-owned vehicle right from your home. Mel Hamilton Ford, experience the difference. Experience the difference online at mhford.com. From the moment you walk through the doors at Ascension Via Christi, you'll hear the sounds of hope, health, and strength. Because Ascension Via Christi is more than just hospitals, ERs, and clinics. Ascension Via Christi teams start by understanding you, your health, and your life to deliver the care that's right for you. Connected to a national network of care and the expertise of a wide range of doctors and specialists. Ascension Via Christi in Wichita. Listening to you, caring for you. Find a doctor online at healthcare.ascension.org. Back here with... Samantha Holmes, a senior from Bishop Carroll from right here in Wichita, Kansas. As we mentioned here just before the break, the Newman Triathlon Athletes 
in action next at the Triumon coming off of a fantastic Winter Wonderland. Samantha Holmes was 12th at Winter Wonderland, finished middle of the pack and beat a ton of athletes from the University of Wisconsin. So a very strong finish for her and for the Jets as they took on a Division I program, Division I school. Samantha, thank you for being on the show. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Well, you guys, it looked like in your specific race, looking at the times, it looked like you made up most of the time on the bike. It looked like you had a very good bike leg. How would you evaluate and how did Coach Lovegren kind of evaluate your race up there at Winter Wonderland? Um, well, biking has never been my strong suit. Yeah. Like that was the one thing when I started triathlons I knew would be my biggest struggle. So I put a lot of work into it over the summer, and I think that I've really improved from last year. I've seen, like, significant time cuts. So I'm really happy with how my biking has been going, um, and it's been paying off at the past couple of races, and it's making me happy. Well, I, I, I mentioned that, you know, my next question on here was strength of disciplines. So what do you feel like is the, the one leg of triathlon that you kind of fall back on and know, like, I'm always going to be able to do this well? Honestly, I don't think there is one. Like, oh, okay, so in the last segment, Coach Lovegren said that Samantha was going to do this and say, oh, you know, all very humble. So what do you think – I'll ask you this. What do you think Coach Lovegren would say is your best event? Again, I don't know. Like, I think my best thing is that I can just – like, I won't quit. Like, sure. Like, that's, that's about all I've got. Like <laughs> – Okay, yeah. Well, and, and how much, you know – when you, how did you get into triathlon? Because I know Coach Lovegren has said that a lot of times there is, you know, you have to try to convince people. You have to be a little bit, you know, disturbed upstairs to be able to say, you know, yeah, an hour of pain, I, I'll do that. Um, what made you want to give this a try? So it's kind of funny. I didn't have to be convinced. You, um, you, you <laughs> asked for this. Yes. So... Um, before I came to Newman, there was another coach. Her name was Heidi. She came to my high school swim practice my freshman and sophomore year, and she was like, hey, if anybody's interested, put down your name and phone number, and, like, we'll get back to you when you graduate. Well, she left before I graduated. Sure. And, like, I had completely forgotten about it. Like, I joined cross country my junior year in high school with the intention of running triathlon. But, again, like, I forgot about it by the time I was a senior. Sure. And, like, my freshman year, I got, like, a kind of disturbing diagnosis for me. Like, I was diagnosed with juvenile arthritis. Like, I was in pain wow. all the time. And that's why I, like got into sports like I wasn't an athlete before high school and so that was kind of like my recovery plan for like my body trying to fall apart so like I decided to do triathlon as like a coping mechanism almost it was like I was trying to prove to myself and everybody else that I could do this crazy thing okay well and what that's a very interesting story. I don't think I hear most people saying, well, arthritis, so what I need to do is go do triathlon. And, what, you know, how is that something that you still have to manage on a race-to-race -race basis? How, how is that part of, you know, your recovery and, and your, you know, experience as an athlete? How is that for you? So I think working out has actually, like, really helped me because, again, it was juvenile arthritis, so, like, Honestly, I think I may have outgrown it, Okay. but I think that like swimming, like I swam all four years of high school. I think that that really helped. And like, I remember in high school, like 
there were some days where I like could barely get out of bed in the morning because I like couldn't walk. And like, I think being able like to do these sports and like triathlon mindset, it, it's a mindset sure. <laughs> more than well, anything. And you and said that. that you wanted to, like you, you wanted to do this. And you said that your number one, you know, attribute that you have is that you won't quit. What is it about yourself and your personality that makes you, you know, the antithesis of a quitter? I, I, I have four siblings, like, you know, I'm a middle child, so you can take that as you will, but, um, (laughs) like I'm, I'm not the oldest. I'm not the youngest. I'm very middle of the pack in my family. Like I wasn't the all academic. I'm not the all athletic. And so I, I just, for me, like, I know I'm not going to get first, but I know for sure I'm not going to get last. Okay. So that do not finish DNF is not going to be on my time ever. I'm not going to be at the bottom of that list. What would you tell a prospective athlete that says, you know what? I also am not a quitter and I'm also not going to finish last. And I think that I'm crazy enough to try this. What would you tell someone maybe at Bishop Carroll, maybe at one of the other schools that runs cross country or, you know, is it is an all around athlete and wants something that will help pay for a little bit of their school and, and allow them to continue to, you know, I guess, uh, serve that competitive part of their personality. What would you tell them about, you know, if they would like to get involved in triathlon? So something that I do tell like all, all the high schoolers, everybody I meet who I want to join triathlon. Sure. I tell them like, you, you can't win a triathlon with a swim. You can't win it with a bike and you can't win it with a run. Like you don't have to be good at any of it. You just have to show up (laughs) like, uh, a former triathlete here named Matt Wynn, like he still goes to Newman, is continuing education and stuff. Sure. I see him around and he was like, on my first triathlon, I had to float in the water and somebody held me up as I was laying there because I could not swim anymore. <laughs> and like he, he finished the race. It took him an hour and a half to swim less than a mile, which for me takes 25 to 30 minutes. Sure. And like... He loved it. He loved the race experience, even though he was struggling and he needed to stop. And like, it's, I mean, I love it. (laughs) What's that feeling? And you, if you're notice, if you're wanting to know what her t-shirt is, this is actually from one of the races that Newman participated in the triathlon team. What's that feeling like when you are at the finish line and maybe it's one of the races that uh, did a little bit sometimes I'm sure that there are some times when you go into a race, you're like, you know what? I kind of dominated that race. I bet that there are some races you feel like, man, that race kind of dominated me. What's that feeling like when you're able to cross the finish line and say, you know what, we did not stop today, and you're just completely exhausted, but you know that you were able to overcome all the adversities and you were able to succeed at what you set out to do in that in that race? I think it's just relief. Um, like, there's definitely happiness because, like, you're done. Something that Jeff always says, the faster you run, the faster you're done. Um, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's what I was yelling at him while he was racing. Um, but, like, I mean, the, the thing I love most about triathlon is that, like, I, I don't hate any individual aspect, like, any of the disciplines. Like, I have my moments in each of them. Of course. But, like, by the time you finish the run, it's like, I've already done so much else. Like, I- I'm done. I've done it all. Yes. 
uh, the nor what's the normal order that you do them in? Normally, the swim is first, correct? Correct. It's a swim, a bike, and then a run. Swim, bike, bike, and run. So normally, the run is the last leg. So uh, I'm assuming, you know, being at Bishop Carroll, probably coached by Coach Swords, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. How did that? How did your cross country career set you up for success in triathlon? Um. Well, my cross-country uh, seasons in high school were not fantastic. Uh, I ended up having sciatica the summer before my senior cross-country season, which was the only one I actually ran in. I was too injured my junior year to do anything. Sure. So I was basically benched for the summer training of my senior year. And honestly, I don't know if I ran faster than a 30-minute 5K in high school, which I am running faster than that now. But, like, I... You still didn't quit, though. I didn't quit. No, I was the JV senior and proud of it, and I was there for my teammates, and that's another thing that I love about triathlon. It is very team-based, team-oriented. Well, and you guys would have to be because it's a very close-knit group of you. There aren't that many on the team this year. I know coaches trying to recruit prospective athletes, and you can find his information on the Newman website, by the way, if you think that you would like to be a part of this. It should be lovegridj at newmanu.edu if you want to send him an email. I know he'd love to hear from you. But what has it been like to get to know these girls? I know you travel with the guys to some events as well. What's it like kind of just pulling together? And then, you know, obviously, especially like how the DTY tries going to work out uh, that comes up here in March if you'd like to see Samantha run uh, and bike and swim right here in Wichita hopefully there are going to be some Bishop Carroll Golden Eagle fans over there to support you since it's right here in the same city uh, the 26th of March at 7 a.m. Uh, what's it like to be able to have other teammates you're pulling for and then once your race is done uh, either you know you are cheering on the guys or maybe the guys race first and then they're, they're cheering on you um it's it's a good feeling. I'm an angry racer, and I don't like it when people, like, cheer me on, like, especially if they're an outsider. If they're my teammates, it's more okay because, like, they've just finished the race, but so, I get nasty so, sometimes. So, what, so let me ask then, <laughs> what is an angry racer? How, what, what, what makes you an angry racer? Uh, I, mindset. I'm, like, I'm very in my zone of I need to do this, and in order to do this, I need to do like x y and z so like i don't like when people say good job you're doing great you're doing you're so close like i don't like that. what would you rather them say i'd rather them coach me like hey your form sucks like <laughs> straighten up move those arms like loosen your shoulders like well to that end uh <laughs> Coach Lovegren decided to get in the pool and on the track and on the bike. And so you guys had a chance to coach your coach. Um, how, how much and how, how much did you coach? How hard did you coach? Did he receive the coaching well? And uh, how fun was that to kind of give it back to your coach in, in his event? Um, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was really funny. Uh, I haven't, he didn't race at all last year. Right. My freshman year during COVID, we put on our own stuff, and, like, he raced with us then. So it was kind of like a welcome back. Um, <laughs> so, like, it was, it was a good time to, like, see him get back into his element because he really is a fantastic triathlete, and that has helped him coach all of us. And, it like, it's a very personal experience to have, like, someone who has done an Ironman in the past two years be like, hey, 
we're going to go do this race and you're going to do great because we've done all these things that I have done and succeeded with. And sure. I know you can too. Well, last question for you is this is your senior season, kind of finishing up your career. What comes next? Obviously, you know, this is, we see that cliched uh, ad campaign from the NCAA of, you know, oh, 92% of the athletes go pro with something other than sports, but obviously a triathlon. Um, it's a very, very, very select group that go on to compete in the Ironmans and, you know, go on to do the Olympic trials and compete for world championships. What do you feel like triathlon is going to bring to you in your life? And how do you think you'll maybe, I mean, I don't know if you'll keep doing triathlon. Do you think you'll keep doing triathlons? And, and what's next for you after graduation? Um, I do think that I will continue doing triathlons. Okay. Um, I have a 16-year-old brother who I am forcing to do the downtown Y triathlon. Nice. I made him do it last year. I'm going to make him do it again. He's going to love triathlon. He will. Maybe a former, <laughs> a future jet coming in. Maybe, we maybe. Um, but I, I do think I will continue doing triathlons. I don't know if I'll go, you know, all the way to the crazy stuff. Um, but the community within triathlon, like at our national championships in Maple Grove, Minnesota, like you're competing against collegiate people, but you're also competing against high schoolers and like age group people, age group meaning like older than college students. So like coach love grenade people coach and older. <laughs> like I was like in Maple Grove, I was, you know, on my bike and that's where everybody passes you is on the bike. And I saw an 80 year old pass me. I saw a 14 year old pass me. There was an eight year old who passed me granted. They were doing a shorter distance. Sure. Of course. But like, the thing I love about triathlon is it's very inclusive, all ages, all genders. Like, you're racing with everybody at the same time. And, like, it's so supportive. Like, on the bike, people are like, yes, you go. Like, you're doing so great. Like, I'm, I'm coming up behind you, but, like... Keep up with me. And then Samantha gets mad because she doesn't <laughs> want positive encouragement. She only wants to be coached during the race. Yeah. Like, even at our last race, like, I was ahead of this one girl for – the entire run except for the last half mile sure where she creeped up behind me and she passed me and like she was still ahead of me and I was running after her and she goes what are you doing get up here and like she made me run with her to the finish and like just like those encounters like we're we're competitive but like collaboratively like sure we work together to finish the race that's a great way to describe it so if you'd like to be a part of that again we'd love to have you here for newman jets triathlon coach Lufkin looking for jets for the 2023-24 season samantha holmes her last year from right here in wichita out of bishop carroll thank you so much great job on this really appreciate it we'll be back with amaya josie to wrap up the show talking women's basketball next on the jetcast Don Linger Construction is currently hiring qualified CDLA truck drivers, heavy equipment operators, and heavy civil concrete carpenters for projects in and around the Wichita metro area. Don Linger Construction is employee-owned and offers competitive weekly pay and benefits. Quick start your new career and apply online at donlinger.biz. That's D-O-N-D-L-I-N-G-E-R dot B-I-Z. Don Linger Construction is an EEO-compliant employer. Veterans, women, and minorities encouraged to apply. Hi, this is Joanna Pryor, Director of Athletics at Newman University. Follow the Jets all season long by downloading the free Newman Athletics app. Get live schedules, stats, rosters, and access to live play-by-play coverage on the Newman Jets audio network by downloading the Newman Athletics app today. Download the Newman Athletics app for free on Google Play or the App Store. And don't miss a single moment of Jet Power this season.
It is an absolutely big week for Newman women's basketball as they try to make the MIAA tournament. The Jets taking on a Missouri Western team that still has a chance to win a regular season championship. So this Griffin Jet game is the only game in the conference on Wednesday this week. And so as you're watching it tonight, obviously posting this early because we have live Newman Jets audio network coverage this evening from the Missouri Western State University Fieldhouse. Uh, you'll have a chance to watch the Jets as they try to play their way in. Missouri Western needs to get some help as Nebraska Kearney, they've got a bye week this week, so their only game is Saturday against Fort Hayes State. They win that, they've got the title, but for Missouri Western to have a chance, they'll have to beat the Jets. The Jets, on the other hand, need to get a couple of wins, possibly to get into the MIAA tournament. May only need one, and part of the reason why the Jets may only need one this week is because of their 2-0 week last week. The Jets playing their best basketball of the year. They've won three of their last four, and a big reason for that is Amaya Josie, junior forward out of Gilbert, Arizona, averaging four points, three rebounds a game. Amaya, it is great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for being Thank here. You. Well, uh, 2-0 week for you guys, something you've been looking for all season, and how does it feel for you and your teammates to be playing, you know, probably the best this team has played all year right here when you absolutely had to have it? Good. It's good. It's competitive in practice. We all know, like, we have to have a good practice. We have a good game. So everybody's locked in. Well, at this point in the season, you know, you guys know that you're playing a lot of other teams for the most part that also need some help getting in. That certainly was the case on Wednesday. It could have been the yeah. case on Saturday, but Roger State lost. And you guys had to weather some comebacks. How important is it for you guys to just kind of stay in the moment? And uh, you guys were able to handle those comebacks from the Riverhawks and the Hillcats and come out with victories in both those games yeah for sure I think everybody mainly just having each other's back like lately we've been having the word like togetherness and attitude and that has helped us have our first two win weeks and hopefully we'll have us next week too uh, hopefully this will be another week. two yeah. two win week <laughs> uh, you know we looked and you guys haven't really you know we were thinking about it Bernie and I as we were doing the game you guys haven't played against that much zone. You guys have been mostly yeah. manned this year. So Roger State coming out with zone, you know, trying to find something. Obviously, you guys have yeah. such good three-point shooters that, yes. you know, typically doing zone isn't a good idea. But they were cold to start the game. Yeah. And we thought when you went in, getting that high-low going with yeah. Brittany Ho really changed, you know, how – what did that look like to you? Because you made a couple of excellent passes that were basically just yeah. wide open layups for Britt. I told Britt, I'm like, get me some assists this game. <laughs> I told her, but she's good at getting open too. So it's possible, especially coach telling us like, get it in and get it out. The shooters were able to get it to me and I was able to either get it to the corner or get it to Britt down low. Well, cause you've also had, you had a run there cause your career high is two, three pointers and you had a career you had a run there where you were getting, you were matching your career high like four games in a row. I think five mm -hmm. out of six. Yeah. So uh, you've worked on developing your shot as well this year. How yes. much do you have to do that to keep the defense honest? Oh, every day. <laughs> you every gotta game, practice of every game. Every game you got in. Be consistent. Well, but same at, with practices. At the same part, at the same point, though, you also have done a great job of recognizing when it's not your turn to shoot yeah. and, and you know trying to be that unselfish teammate. Yeah. Just being patient, honestly. We know once Brick keeps scoring, the more we'll get open outside. So I made sure to get it in, and hopefully Missouri's ready to guard Britt, and we're ready outside too. <laughs> well, what, yeah. what has that been like? I mean, you know, to see her, she's going to enter in this game, by the way, 
three points shy of a thousand in her career uh, (laughs) after scoring, you know, what she scored 52 points last week, 26 points per game. She had an incredible week. What's it like to to just watch her operate, especially when she's like that? I mean, I think she shot for the week. She shot like 67% from the field. Yeah. It's nice to watch her. Yeah. She's a good leader. Leads all of us. Tells us like, we got it. We're good. Like I'll make my shot. I'll get it to you. Like she talks to all of us and, that's why we're able to give her the ball and talk to her, too. These are some pressure games for a program that hasn't been in one of these must-win situations for a while. I think yeah. it was the last week of 2019-2020, first year in the mm-hmm. league. Jets had a chance if they beat Fort Hayes State the last day of the season to get in. You guys are in a very similar position here. What's the atmosphere like? Obviously, you know, knowing you – know, I know Coach Drew says, you know, you can't make every game your Super Bowl. Yeah. But now the games are kind of like your Super Bowl this week, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we're hyped. We're ready. We want to go to Kansas City, so we're ready to do whatever we can to get there. Early in the season, you started and then kind of took a step back. Yeah. And then in the middle of the season, got your way back into the lineup. So you kind of stuck with yourself yeah. and stuck with Coach Drew. Coach Drew and Coach Nicole stuck with you. Yeah. What was it like to, you know, be able to take a step back, see what you could be doing better, and then come in and not just execute, but really surpass what you started the season as and, and show some perseverance and now obviously playing some really important minutes yeah. in the second half when these games are close. Yeah, at first I didn't understand it, but <laughs> he has a plan. And I was able to get in the gym more, sit back and watch even a game and know what I need to do to get on the court. And I understand his plan now. I'm definitely playing better basketball than I was the first couple games well obviously we would love for you to have a big game against missouri western oh, yeah, uh the first <laughs> half against the griffins in the first matchup here in wichita did not go well yeah. the second half you guys were right there but just could never really get into the lead what kind of an effort is it going to take to get this road win up at the field house and knock them out of a chance to win an miaa championship on uh tonight um lots of effort we have two practices leading up to it and then I think just energy on the way there. We got our music bumping and we'll be in the locker room. And I think energy really will get us going the first half. Once again, it's a 5.30 doubleheader. And as we post this or as you are listening, this is tonight, 5.30 from St. Joseph. You can watch the Jets and the Griffins on the MIAA Network, the MIAA Network.com slash Newman, or watch the program, or I beg your pardon, listen at NewmanJets.com slash listen. Last home game of the year, senior day coming up on Saturday against Central Oklahoma a game that could potentially be win and in for one or both of the teams, uh, depending on how things shake out. And obviously, uh, that's going to be a big atmosphere as you try to send out the seniors the right way on Saturday. We're ready. Okay, so (laughs) that is the plan for this week. So we will plan to see you up at the Fieldhouse coming up on Wednesday. That is our show for this week. Next week, we are talking with both basketball coaches, win or lose, whether they're in the tournament or not. That will be our last basketball show for the year. And we hope that we are getting set to see Amaya and her teammates making the trip up to me municipal auditorium for the MIAA tournament, so we'll plan to see you then. Until then, Blake Cripps of Wichita saying, Go Jets.